Well, a big announcement at Appeal Region today where businesses with five or more coronavirus cases will be forced to shut down for 10 days. We have since learned the city of Toronto will be following suit. And joining us now is Dr. Lawrence Lowe, Chief Medical Officer with the Region Appeal, who instituted this order earlier today. The doctor joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Dr. Lowe, good afternoon. Nice to speak again. Thanks for having me again, Jeff. All right. uh, First off, uh, what led you to this decision? Well, you know, we've seen, at least in the region appeal, that uh, workplaces have uh, been and remain a major driver of transmission in our community, particularly essential workplaces, because the reality is uh, many of our uh, residents work in jobs that cannot be done from home, manufacturing, warehousing, distribution, etc. Um, and uh, certainly um, with the previous uh, wild-type coronavirus, a lot of our outbreak contact tracing investigations, all those other things, we're able to keep things fairly well contained. Uh, but the variants have really changed the game. Uh, they move uh, further and faster. Uh, and what we're finding is that uh, when you have a handful of cases, that's a signal that you really need to uh, get in control uh, very quickly, uh, you know, stop the spread, save lives. And you can do that by sending people home rather quickly and allowing the investigation to, uh, to pick up who might be sick and, uh, and move on from there. Yeah, curious, how did you arrive at the number five? And is that within a certain time frame? Uh, yeah, so we're going to be aiming for five as of uh, a 14-day window. So basically, in the last uh, couple of weeks, if you've had five cases and they are all uh, reasonably acquired in the workplace uh, and or there's no alternative uh, hypothesis for why there's that cluster other than the workplace, um, what we will do is we'll essentially uh, move towards an expedited closure. Uh, the reason why we chose the number five is <clears throat> it, it was the simplest uh, uh, <coughs> sort of place where uh, you're starting to get concerned about exponential growth, right? I mean, one or two cases, you know, especially if two cases working side by side, uh, that's there. And then between three, four, and five, if you're trying to go for a number, we were de- debating between three and five for quite some time. We decided five was a, a round enough number that most people understand and know uh, that would uh, that would uh, allow us to expedite uh, this and really protect workers in our community. So if a business is forced to shut down, if they've got five or more cases within this two-week window, Uh, What about employees' wages? Because I'm seeing a lot of talk about that. There's been so much talk, of course, over this pandemic about stay-at-home pay. Uh, Are these employees uh, whose businesses will be shut down, are their wages guaranteed? So, you know, we don't have the ability to guarantee that in the section order that obviously we've uh, we've put out. But I think to the extent that we would strongly recommend any businesses uh, impacted by any such closure uh, take care of their employees, uh, ultimately, they, uh, you know, I imagine many of our companies, uh, they want to be good corporate citizens. They want to do the right thing uh, to both protect our community, but also to protect their impacted workforce, especially if it's a, if it's a workforce that is uh, experiencing a COVID-19 outbreak. Now, as I mentioned, the city of Toronto has followed your lead. Is this something that uh, you think uh, we could see or we should see right across uh, the province as we continue to uh, battle this uh, variant, the COVID caseload uh, exploding across uh, Ontario? Yeah, I think the reality, I mean, uh, certainly in, in attempting to coordinate, uh, and we, we had worked very closely with the city of Toronto in trying to, uh, trying to figure out how we might move together. Uh, but I think there's a recognition uh, that uh, we are at uh, the most severe um, and uh, you know a significant uh, wave of the pandemic yet, uh, not only just in the sheer number of cases, but the hospitalizations and ICU uh, usage that that translates into. And I think all of us know people that are fighting this on uh, both sides of the bed rails, uh, both uh, you know patients and physicians. 
uh, the reality is that you need to take measures, uh, you know, to reduce contact, reduce interactions, reduce spread. Uh, so certainly the measures taken by ourselves and uh, our, our colleagues in Toronto are, are one step uh, overall uh, to doing that, especially for individuals who can't reduce their contact interactions voluntarily due to their work. Now, of course, Dr. Lowe, this is not the first time that you've kind of been out front. You, of course, uh, famously a few weeks back were the first to shut down schools, shut down the schools there in a Peel region. Now we're getting uh, this uh, from you. Uh, do you feel that uh, there, there's a need uh, that you've got to act unilaterally right now because others are, are failing to do so? I think it's more just the situation that I'm in. I'm in the hardest hit region uh, in the province of Ontario. Uh, we have a large essential worker population uh, for which the shutdown and the, and the lockdown provisions are not keeping safe. Uh, they're the ones that are gasping for breath and fighting for their lives in the hospitals. Uh, in my region, which are overflowing and which are transferring patients all over Ontario. So, you know, I think there are lots of other people that are involved in the COVID response that are leading. Uh, they have a different vantage point and perspective, but ultimately I need to do what I need, I need uh, to protect the community that I'm privileged to serve. Uh, and I think it's well understood that what's happening in Peel right now is very concerning. It's very dire. And I think it's unique and perhaps unmatched by a few other places in the province. Just before I let you go, is there any other measures you're uh, looking at uh, currently that uh, you might implement in the coming days or weeks? Well, I think certainly the, the move towards schools, especially addressing, uh, addressing um, the preventive measures there that were uh, becoming increasingly frayed with our high community transmission rates. And now this move around workplaces, which I hope uh, will continue to allow us to stay ahead of the curve of the variants on, uh, in, in some of these workplaces, especially these large workplaces where things can't be done from home. Those are sort of the places where I think we've uh, we've uh, cashed in our chips. But, uh, you know, to the extent that there's uh, still a, a move and a desire for paid sick days, which would help stop people um, from going into uh, work sick, uh, you know, we'll, we'll never stop calling for that, you know, uh, just in terms of uh, trying to give people time off even to get tested or vaccinated. And I think uh, also just really revisiting at this point in time, encouraging everyone in our community uh, to get vaccinated when it is their turn, because our, our biggest measure right now, we can't vaccinate our way out of this third wave. But hopefully, um, over the coming weeks, as we increase our vaccine coverage in the community, uh, hopefully we'll get to a point where uh, enough people are immune that we can get out of these measures uh, gradually uh, for good. Just finally, I've got a couple of people that have emailed me listening into our conversation uh, wanting uh, your take on outdoor exercise. And if some of the measures you've instituted here do see a decrease in numbers in Peel Region, are you able to or would you move on opening up uh, outdoor exercise, things such as golf, tennis, pickleball? Could those sorts of, sorts of things be reinstituted for people in Peel? It's a great question because I think those were, that was a provincial decision that came down last Friday. And, you know, I certainly... From my perspective, knowing what where I was seeing transmission and knowing what the science says, it maybe wouldn't have necessarily been the first place I would have uh, put my efforts. Um, so I think to the uh, to the degree that I really encourage people uh, where you can uh, within the current measures that are out there, uh, do try to prefer the outside to indoors. Uh, you know, do try to make sure uh, you're you know going for a walk, going for a run. Of course, sticking to people in your own household as much as possible. Uh, it's really critical for your mental health. Uh, and just in the next few weeks, while we really work to just get this under control and get our vaccination rates up, uh, it's, uh, it's imperative, I think, to just make use of all the spaces outdoors that you can uh, to, to just really uh, uh, take care of yourself as we get through sort of this uh, difficult phase of the pandemic. All right, Dr. Lowe, appreciate the time and the conversation as always. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great afternoon. You too. Dr. Lawrence Lowe is the Chief Public Health Officer for the Region Appeal.